Okay, so yesterday was Daf Ayin Aleph number 71. Today is Ayin Bays, and we will do a review of yesterday's Daf. And we're having a mind, Lilinishmas, Moshe David, Ben, Naftali Yosef Halevi, and Rafur Shalem to all who need it. And um, what else? Okay, yeah, I have, uh, have some Yartes coming up this week, but okay, not yet. Okay. And with that, let us get right to the daf. So, um, we, uh, okay, where did we begin yesterday? I believe we began on um, Amar Ula at the bottom of the page, okay, of daf Ayin Amin Beis. So, Ula says in the name of Rabbi Lazar that when you shecht a carbon shlamim on Erev Yamtif, then that carbon actually doesn't, doesn't work for the Chagiga and it doesn't work for Simcha. Neither. So, the idea is, is that on, uh, on Yamtif, on, there are quite a few obligations that one has on, uh, on Yamim Tovim. If you think uh, Yamtif is expensive now, you've got to take into account what it was like, uh, or it will be like, Mitz Hashem, basically uh, getting futures in um, uh, domesticated animals might be a wise investment because those prices, um, because there's a lot of carbonos that really need to be brought by every single person. There's Ola Regal, there's an Ola Sri'ir they need to bring, and, um, and there's Shalmei uh, Chagiga that are brought on Yom Tif. And uh, in general, Nidharm and Nidavos are typically, so, uh, typically brought when they would be coming in. You know, like they're not always living in Yerushalayim to be able to bring a carbon, so it would typically take place around the Umtif. So if you have a Shlamim that you vowed to bring and, you, and you're bringing it on Erev Yamtif, so it's not good for any of the other obligations of Simcha. Simcha means that there's a mitzvah to be besimcha on the holiday, and that comprises, typically we understand that it comprises eating meat of karbanas. But, since it, but this doesn't work for either of those, according to Ula, in the name of Rebbe Lazar. Now why doesn't it qualify for the simcha? That's because the Pazuk says, And we learn that the zvicha of the korban needs to be on the time of simcha. And Erev Yom Tif is not the time of simcha. So even though you will be able to eat it then, doesn't go by that. It goes by where the when you do the zvicha, the slaughtering. So, um, why doesn't this fulfill your chagig obligation? Because it's sort of like killing two birds with one stone. You have the only it has to be free and clear, not funds that are allocated. And a shlamim has been allocated for the shlamim, and a chagiga is an obligation. It's an obligation to bring a chagiga on Pesach or Yom Tif, Any any of the Yom Tovim. Uh, that you're all a regal. So basically, and the rule is any davish b'chova, it only comes from chulin. So we thought we had a nice proof to this from the psukim. The pasuk says, which is including an extra day that you wouldn't realize is also as you also celebrate, and that is the leil yom tov achron of. Sukkis. And the question that it also has Simcha. Now, maybe it's Leil Yom Tov Rishon. So we said that Ach means split, and therefore not the first night, that's not the time of Simcha, but the last night is the, is the Reboy Simcha that we're including over here. 
And the question is, why would that be the case that not the first night? And the answer must be, we're arguing that logic would dictate is because since you don't have a korban yet, because you couldn't bring the korban at night, and you can't bring it in the era of Yom Tif, doesn't fulfill your mitzvah of Simcha. So basically, in Lubama it doesn't have what to be joying, joyous about, and that's the issue. So that's what we thought is the issue, which means that it's a support to Ula in the name of Rebelazar. Comes along, the Gemara says, not true. To the Gemara brings the, 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 there's a Mishnahic source that brings the reasoning. Why? And the reason why we're marba the last night instead of the first night is because uh, it makes more sense to, we only can include one, and it makes more sense to include the last because it's, it's following a day of Simcha. So it's more easy to be misameach b'simcha at night that the day was a day of Simcha as opposed to um, the, the, you know, being b'simcha um, at, at night when the day before was not a day of Simcha. It's sort of like my wife uh, always enjoys the second Seder of Pesach more than the first because yeah, you're bomb tired, right? Exactly. You're so knocked out. It's not, f- but the one where you rest after a day of Simcha of the Umtif, so then it's a, it's a pleasure. So that's exactly similar idea. It's easier to be b'simcha when it's followed by a day of simcha. Okay. So, comes along Rav Yosef and asks a question on the shita of Ula. It says that the Chagiga of the 14th does fulfill your simcha obligation. It just doesn't fulfill your Chagiga obligation. So it's, this, it's contradiction. So, I, what about the Zvicha Bishat simcha? You see, it's not true. So the Gemara says, maybe that's not what's going on over there. Rav Ida Baravin says it was a Chagig of Arbaasar that I ended up not bringing on the Arbaasar, I ended up waiting and bringing it later. And it makes sense that that's what we're talking about, that it was supposed to be on the 14th, but I ended up not bringing it on the 14th, because otherwise, who's the mission going like? It's going like Pentema? Pentema would say it's Pasabalina. So um, how could it fulfill your Simcha obligation? There's, as we know, the first night, there's no mitzvahs, uh, there's no, the, the simcha, we weren't marbeh the first night as a, as a night of simcha. So it has to be for the next day. But according to Pentema, the Chagiga of the 14th has the identical qualities of the Korm Pesach, and that would be basically mean that you can't eat it the next day. So then you're not even going to be able, how can it fulfill your, your mitzvah of simcha if you're not even going to eat it at that time? So it must be that it was, the four, it was set aside to be the 14th, but you didn't end up bringing it on the 14th. Comes along Rava and has a kasha from another Gemara. The Gemara brings the Gemara in Sukkah, uh, Mishnah in Sukkah, that says that Ahalel on Sukkis and Simcha on Sukkis, which we're taking to mean is this, this concept of rejoicing, is going to be is eight days. All eight days, in, uh, um, you're, you're, you praise, you say Hallel and a uh, full Hallel, and also um, and also you have Simcha. Of what? Of carbonos. Now, if you're going to say that you need zvicha b'shat simcha, which means that it can't be slaughtered in advance, so then how are you going to have the simcha? Um, how are you going to have the simcha on the first day? It's many times, the first day comes out on a Shabbos, and then there's not going to be seven. It's not going to be eight. It's only going to be seven. If uh, first day yomtiv comes out on a Shabbos. So Rav Hunabred, Rav Yehuda, again, the, we're not worried about the last Shabbos, not six, because you know a shlamim you can bring and you'll eat the carbon shlamim for two days. 
So you do on the on the seventh day erev uh, erev Shabbos, and then you can still eat the meat on the eighth day, and you'll still be besimcha. But the question is, on the first one, you basically that day, since I can't slaughter it on erev because we said it has to be zvicha b'shasimcha, and um, night you can't do it. You do it that day; it's Shabbos. You're not allowed to bring a chagig on Shabbos. So there's going to be only seven, not eight. So um, Rav Huna, Prader of Yeshua, says. You're right, but there's still other meats that you can eat because there's Seire Regalim. As we know, there are Karbanos that are brought on Yabdav that do override Shabbos, with like the Seirim of Regalim, which is a Karbanos Chatos, the special, uh, special Karbanos that we bring on the holidays, um, public Karbanos. And those portion, there's a portion of every Chatos is eaten by the Kohanim. So Rabbi said, that can't be the Peshat. And I'll tell you why. Two reasons. Number one, the cereal column cannot be cooked because you're not allowed to cook it. The carnum can eat it, but they can only eat it raw. That's one problem. They could cook it, but at night they can start cooking it because you're allowed to eat it the day and the night, the carbon khatas. But you can't do if you're eating it during the day, it's got to be eaten raw. And uh, what kind of simcha is there in eating raw meat? That's number one. Number two, um, the carnum are the ones eating. What about the rest of Israel? Where's the simcha? Bimas Okay, where's the beef? Okay, I don't know if you remember that. I just aged myself, dated myself. Okay. okay. It's a good one. It's a good one. Okay. So comes along with Papa, and he said that the way to do it, there's, there's alternates. How, do we be, do, how are we fulfilling Simcha nowadays? Clean clothes. Um, aged wine, and that's the way we fulfill it. So that's the same thing over there. Ah. So came along Ravin and said the name of Rabbelazar, another version of Rabbelazar's Shita. Okay, not like Ula, but a different one. And that is that it does make a difference. Shlamim that you shaft on Erev Yomtif does fulfill your Simcha obligation, it just does not fulfill your Chagig obligation. Why does it fulfill your simcha obligation? Because he doesn't make the drasha v'zavachta v'zamachta that it has to be b'shat zvicha. Zvicha has to be b'shat simcha. But rather, but chagiga, that's already, he does agree to because it's a davr shabachova. And any davr shabachova, any obligatory type, type of korban cannot come except from chulin. And if, it's, uh, and if it was called out to be a shlamim, that's not chulin anymore. It's been established, been sanctified. So the Gemara has a question. It says in the Pasuk, Vayisa Aksameach. Same question that we asked before, uh, w- w- that we thought was a proof before, which sounds like we're including the last night, not, which says, we said it's only including the last night for Simcha and not the first night. And we said, what's the difference between the last night and the first night? Obviously, isn't it the reason? Because in the first night, there's not, oh, no way to be besimcha. And that's not true, according to you, because you could be besimcha the first night, because the carbon from Erev Pesach, Erev Yomtif, is good for that night. And you can eat it, and you'll be besimcha. So the Gemara answers, no, the reason is because it's not followed by a day of simcha. It makes more sense to include a night that's followed by a day, that follows a day of simcha than one that doesn't follow a day of simcha, like we answered before. Comes along with Kahana, and he asks an interesting question. How do you know that a murim, which are the fats of a korban chagiga, the parts that go up on the altar, okay, the, the limbs and fats that go up on the altar, 
Um, so how do you know that they're pasal belina, that if it's left overnight, it's ruined. It's no, you have to burn it. And that's because the Pasuk says, and it says right after that, Rashis. And we can see that Boker there means, must mean Rashis the first morning. So the Rav Yosef asked a very, it took a long time to get the question out. But Rav Yosef's question is, is that it, it sounds like the only way we know Boker means first morning is because it's followed by the word Rashis, which means that if it didn't say Rashis, I might have thought we would entertain the possibility that it means the following morning, the next morning. And the question is, um, uh, the question is, uh, how can that be that the bus or the meat <clears throat> is? There, I have two days and a night to eat it. So already at, at nightfall of the second night, the beginning of the night, I can't eat the meat, and I still don't have a, a psulina until the next morning. That doesn't make so much sense. So um, Rabbi says, why doesn't it make sense? We have this concept pretty much every year. Carbon, carbon Pesach, according to Rabbi Lozben Azari, must be consumed, the meat of it must be consumed by when? By chatzos, by midnight. And when, the, what about the Imurim? You have all night. So you see the Imurim extend beyond the Basar. So what are you talking about? So Rav explains that Rav Yosef is really asking a little bit more of a uh, deeper question. But his question is this. How can it be that, the, that, that, that when it comes to the meat, even without the extra word rachis, we know that it means first morning. Even though meat is the part that you're eating, it's less chamor than what goes up on the Mizbeach, you would think. And still, without any help of a word rachis that tells you it means the first morning, Boker means the first morning. And, um, and, 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 and now you're telling me, Rav Kana, that if without the word racist, the Imurim might, might have been brought, mean, meant the next morning. It doesn't make any sense. So now we want to know which source is he talking about for Basar. So it's, the Brisa says that you're not allowed to leave over from the Basar that you slaughter in the afternoon. Um, um, and it says... Don't leave it over. What does it mean by Teaches us that the Chagig, this teaches us that we're talking about the Chagiga of the 14th. Not like Ben Tema, who says that the Chagiga that's brought on the 14th is a match for Kom Pesach. But the Chagiga Yudalit is they are able to eat it for two days and a night, which means that day and the following day as well, and the entire night. And it's um, um, and that's and that's what it says. Bayomarishon Baboker. Okay, that, that so that there's like the boker is obviously not the first morning, but but the second morning. Okay, and that's when if it's left over, you'll have to burn it. So the Gemara says, it says Bayomarishon. So then, why does it have to say a boker? It means boker sheni, second morning. Um, so uh, the Gemara then says, wait a second, maybe it means first morning, and uh, the Chagiga, that's Nechelis, for Shneyamim, is if it's or in, uh, two days and one night, is every other Chagiga except for the Erev, Erev Yomtif 1. Um, that's why we have the Pasuk of Imneder Onedava, which teaches us that the Chagiga's 14th is eaten for two days and a night. So the Gemara now is trying to analyze this comment here. So first of all, we said maybe it's only the first and, uh, but, but didn't we show that it says Rishon, it's an extra word Rishon, and then it says Boker again so it must be the second why would we say maybe it means the first so the Gemara is saying maybe maybe 
there's two psukim, meaning there's two chagigas that this pasuk is referring to. One is the one that's on the 14th, and that's this morning, and the other one is the next morning, meaning there's, maybe there's two things that play over here. Okay? Uh, the Chagiga Tesvav has a following morning, and the Chagiga to, to be burnt, and the Chagiga Zedalit has to be burnt that first morning. Um, anyway, then, um, so then he says, but if that's the case, um, if that was the case, then why does it say Im Neder Onadafa? If that's talking about a Chagiga Yudalit, we already spoke about it. If it's talking about a Chagiga Tesvav, we already spoke about it. Is that all Im Neder Onadafa? Is sort of a superfluous sent- sentence in the in the pasuk. So it must be that that the Im Neder Onadafa is talking about all the Chagigas Tesvav. And what's the first pasuk talking about? The whole pasuk is talking about a Chagiga Yudalit, which tells you that you have two days and a night to eat the Chagiga of the 14th, and that was the drasha. Bottom line is, and this is what's relevant to Rav Yosef's question, is that it said uh, that, that, without, uh, that, that un- only because it says Bayom HaRishon LaBoker doesn't mean the following morning. Sounds like Boker plain, without any help, means first morning. So to hear, Boker plain should be first morning even without the rishis. And that's the question, that's where we... That's the end of that sent that section. Okay, which took us to the Mishnah, and we're going to uh, see the Mishnah's the ideas of the Mishnah in today's daf. So, the Mishnah basically says that when your person talking about what what when is there going to be a scenario where you're chayiv achatos for having done the korban wrong? So you have two scenarios that's presented in the beginning of the Mishnah. First, we have a Karban Pesach, that was a Karban Pesach, so it's not to be a Karban Pesach, and I'm slaughtering it on Erev Pesach, but I'm not slaughtering it as a Pesach, I slaughtered it Shalolishmo. I brought it as, uh, as if it's a Shlomim, and, uh, and it happens to be that Erev Pesach that year is a Shabbos. So, you can have to be high, have a Chathos in that time, because you're bringing a Pesach Shalolishmo, you, you weren't doing the Mitzvah, and you're not allowed to bring any other korban um, on Erev uh, Pesach, that's a Shabbos. So therefore, you're going to get a cha- you're going to have to be chayv chatas. Okay? Now, what about any other korban? If you have, let's say, a shlamim, that you're bringing as if it's a Pesach, on Erev Pesach, that's Shabbos. So, it depends. What does your korban look like? If it's enum reunion, meaning it's the wrong species, or it's the wrong age, or whatever, it's, a, it's the wrong gender. So then you're going to be chayv chatas. But if it is roi, so then it's machlokas. Rabbi Yezer says you're still chayv chatas, and Rabbi Shua says you're going to be potter from chatas. And this is the basic principle of Rabbi Yeshua, which we'll discuss more in depth today, and that is what we call the concept of ta'abitvar mitzvah. A person makes a mistake in a mitzvah-related area, He's not Mechaev Achatas according to Rabbi Shua, and Rabbi Eliezer is Mechaev. So in the mission, Rabbi Eliezer is arguing his, his logic on, on Rabbi Yeshua, and he says like this, he says, um, think about it, a Korban Pesach, which is mutter to be brought on Erev Pesach, that Shabbos, if you brought it for being a Pesach, but if you change the name, your Chaev Achatas, even though in this Korban has a right to be brought, okay? And, um, but you brought it for the wrong name, you still chayv achatas. Another carbon, like a zevach, which is, let's say, a shlamim, which is also to bring as, as a shlamim on Erev Pesach, that's a Shabbos. So when you change the name, 
it's not going to be better. It should be worse. It should be for sure not acceptable. It should sure be chayvachatos. That's the svara of Rabbi Yezer. Why would a, when the carbon would be brought as what it's supposed to be, yechayvachatos, so when it's brought as what it's not supposed to be, it's going to be better? It doesn't make any sense. That's svara of Rabbi Yezer. Comes along Rabbi Shaw and he told him, it's a big difference. It depends what, you, what you're bringing it as. When you bring a Kurm Pesach as a Shlamim, I'm bringing it as something that I'm not allowed to bring today. So that's why I'm chayvachatos. When I bring a Shlamim as a Pesach, then I'm bringing what I am chayv to bring today. So therefore, I am potter. Okay? Because um, uh, Pesach, if it was a Pesach, it would be allowed for me to bring, and that's Tobit Var Mitzvah. Comes along Rebli Yes, and he says, really? I'll prove it to you from a different case. What about a Murim of a Tzibor? You know that there's Karbanos Tzibor that are docha, that override Shabbos, like a Karban Tamid. What if I bring my own animal, and I forgot that the Karban Tamid was brought already. I didn't realize and I bring this animal as a carbon tamid. Am I going to be chayvachatas or not? And the answer is, of course, I am going to be chayvachatas. Why am I chayvachatas? You know, it's a it's a tabit var mitzvah according to you. That's the question that Rabbi Yezer asks on Rabbi Yeshua. Um, if I <clears throat> right, even though if it's mutter lishma, if I shecht a different carbon lishma, I'm still chayvachatas. Rabbi Yeshua said that's not the same thing. Because over there, the Imure Tzibor, it has a set amount how many to bring. We have one in the morning, one at night, we know exactly what to bring. You're bringing an extra one is, no, is not a fair, it's, it's not a reasonable mistake. It's not something that you, we would expect you to make. You should, okay, keep, keep track. Uh, as opposed to Karbanos uh, Pesach, as we've seen the description, a Karban Pesach that's brought on Erev Pesach, there's thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands of carbonos that are being brought on a day. Um, yeah, you know, you find an animal, you shecht it, it's a behala, it's like a wild, you know, what's going on? Everyone's confused. It's a reasonable confusion, and therefore, for sure, um, that's already a fair mistake that a person might make, and that's why you'll be potter for Torah Bidvar Mitzvah. Then we saw Rameir actually takes it all the way in that direction of Rabbi Yeshua, and he says, guess what? Even by a, even by a, a imurim of a tzibor, it's docha Shabbos. If I'm bringing a different korban as if it's an imurim of a tzibor, that's also a mistake that you're not going to be chayav achatos for. Then the Gemara came to other scenarios where you'll be a chayav achatos. If it's possible for the fact that I brought it for people who won't be able to eat this korban, or for people who are not included in the group, or for people who don't have a bris or for people who are tamay, again, only for them. So then it's um, going to be chayv achatas because it's Shabbos. I'm not, and I didn't bring a Korm Pesach. That's valid. So I'm chayv achatas for the shechita that I did. What if it's for both eaters, non-eaters, pe- um, people are included, people are not included, people who have a bris milah, or people who don't, people who are impure, people who are pure, then you'll be potter. What if you shech the animal and it finds out that it's a bamum? Then you're going to be chayv because that's no excuse. <laughs> Maybe you should have looked over the animal before you slaughtered it, okay? And therefore you're going to be chayvachatas. That's still a show, okay? It's not a, can't call that an onus. But if you shecht it and find it to be a trefa in a hidden spot, it's not something that's visible, so then you'll be potter because that's not something you could have known. It's an onus. What if you shecht and after you find, you find out that the bailim are not, not, not included in this carbon anymore or they died or they're Tameh, so there's nobody who this carbon is for, 
then the halacha is, you will be potter, and the reason is because you did the shechita b'rishos, and that is where we left off yesterday. And we'll take it from here. Okay.